Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Available every week on BritishIceHockey.co.uk. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Right here on BritishIceHockey.co.uk. And coming up on this week's show, we're going to be talking the Elite Ice Hockey League with the Dundee Stars and the Belfast Giants. We're also going to be talking to the Queen Bees about their fantastic start to the season. And it's six wins from six for the Peterborough Phantoms. Slava Kulikov, their head coach, will be joining us shortly as well. All of that to come on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. So, hello everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Later in the show, we're going to be talking to the Peterborough Phantoms and the Queen Bees about their good form at the moment, as well as the Belfast Giants. We're going to be joined uh, by David Goodwin, uh, the captain of the Belfast Giants, shortly. But before that, we're going to the Dundee Stars. We're recording this week's show on Thursday and last night in Sheffield. Very good week for the Dundee Stars, making it six points from their last three games. And let's welcome to the show now the head coach at the Dundee Stars. Here's Jeff Mason. Well, Jeff, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, we're recording this on Thursday. Uh, what what a brilliant game last night and a brilliant performance uh, from from your squad. What did you make of that win against Sheffield? Uh, well, first, thanks for thanks for having me on. I appreciate you having me on the show. And uh, obviously, very very pleased with the uh, the performance last night. I think at different times this year, uh, you know, and certainly the games that we had played Sheffield, I thought at times we played them well, but we just didn't do it consistently enough. And, and so it was a, a big push for us was to make sure we put a full 60 minutes together. And we'd started games well against them, but we hadn't been able to find a way to get, get a lead and play from the front. So that was a big, uh, you know, a big uh, focus of ours last night and, and full testament to the guys. They, they certainly had, uh, you know, it was a, it was a great effort, uh, you know, top to bottom and very pleased with the result. And a good bit of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Good tenacity, I'm going to suggest, from, from Carter Folk as well, because he could have given up on the puck at that point when it was saved, but there he was uh, following up quite well to score the winner. Yeah, no, absolutely. And obviously it was a massive goal for us and a, a nice way to get your first uh, your first pro goal. 
Um, but that's one of the things, you know, in practice daily where we preach good habits and uh, things like stopping at the net front, having your stick on the ice, you know, looking for uh, looking for those loose pucks around that area. So, you know, full credit to him. He got the breakaway and, and, and put a pretty good shot on there and, and was able to uh, was able to stop and make sure that uh, he got it all the way across the line. So obviously a great, uh, great play by him. Uh, and, and again, just, you know, very pleased with the team's with the team's performance and, and as you said, a bit, bit gritty. And there was times that, uh, you know, we bent a little bit, but we didn't break. And uh, so quite uh, quite happy with the team overall last night, for sure. And Anton Svensson got, uh, he got man of the match, didn't he? For, uh, 37 saves, I think it was. Uh, for, uh, not bad for a goaltender, <laughs> to be fair, getting man of the match like that. Yeah, yeah no, he uh, he played extremely well last night. And uh, and and now in, in this in this stretch of three wins in a row, has, has played very solid. So quite uh, quite happy for him, and uh, you know I think defensively as a team we've been uh, you know a bit better as of late. Um, you know we we felt like we were conceding a few too many shots and a few too many shots from the from the scoring area. So it's been a big emphasis, and we've changed a few things structurally, and I think we're starting to see the the benefits of that. And then certainly Anton with with three good performances, you know it has has you know been the result of six points out of our last six. And and what's 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 clicked? Do you feel at, at the stars over the past week? Because you know these, these are brilliant wins. Uh, you know against Nottingham, that local derby against five. Uh, you know on a way trip to the, the Sheffield Arena and picking up a win there. Good good victories. I mean, what what's been the difference? Do you feel, or has this been coming? These these performances. You know, I I think they've been building, and I know that that's, that sounds weird to say after uh, you know we had a run of uh, you know not great results. And for us, it was the biggest thing was consistency. Uh, there was points in, in pretty much every game this season that we played pretty well. We just didn't do it consistently enough to get the results. I think we've, uh, you know, the, the more time that's passed, we've gotten a little bit more comfortable in the systems, and you can see guys really starting to, to make good reads in, in some of the situations. And we've also been, been fortunate that we've started to get some bodies back. You know, we had a number of injuries early on that, that changed the way we could kind of play and the situations that some guys were in. So as we've gotten some bodies back, it's allowed us to, to kind of get into, uh, you know, a little bit more of an aggressive system and, and have guys that, that don't have to play as many minutes and therefore they're, they're more fresh on the ice. Uh, so I think it's a, a little bit of all that, but, you know, we've just been trying to build from, from day one here to, to get to a point where we're a consistent team that can, that can compete with anyone uh, on any given night. And certainly last night, uh, you know, as a testament to what we've been trying to do. And and for you personally, Jeff, as well, I mean, you took over the role in May uh, this year. I mean, how, how are you settling into, you know, being a head coach and a general manager at the club? You know, it's a learning experience. And I think that, uh, you know, my goal is to uh, is to continue to learn and, uh, you know, not make the same mistakes twice and things. But it, it's been a good, uh, you know, it's certainly been a good experience and, and one that I've enjoyed. And, I think uh, you know we've got a good bunch of guys here. It makes my job, uh, you know, makes my job that much easier. And just trying to use my, you know, use my experience the last few years as an assistant coach and and my experience in this league as a as a player and a coach, um, you, you know, to try to to best prepare us to give us a chance to to win, you know, night in and night out. You know how how useful is that experience? Because you know you play at Belfast, then then an assistant, now now a head coach. Uh, how's that? How's that that progression been for yourself? Uh, and and what, what have you learned over the years about you know the, the British game and also the challenges of of being a head coach? Uh, now now you're in the hot seat at Dundee. 
You know, I, I think that uh, there's a. I have a wealth of knowledge, you know, of this league and the the places that are difficult to play and some of the nuances and some of the some of the arenas and uh, and different things and, and how some teams how some teams play and certainly uh, you know it was a uh, you know using those experiences and knowing the knowing that how how stressful this league can be uh, because it's a you know it's a eight month uh, marathon and just trying to, to build off those things. And obviously as an assistant coach, I learned a lot of things, uh, you know, working with Adam Keefe, who's a, who's a incredible head coach and has, has done some amazing things in his, in his young coaching career. And uh, I think we have a lot of similar values and, you know, and, and beliefs on, on how the game should be played. So just trying to put all that together. And, and like you said, being the person in the hot seat is uh, having to make all the decisions is, is something that is new to me. And I'm, I'm, as I said, I'm just trying to make make more right ones than wrong, and and learn from the wrong, and, and keep building on the right. And uh, t- touching upon, you know, l- last season was um, was brilliant, wasn't it, at Belfast? But you know, Dundee did get you know quite far into the playoffs, didn't they? Um, so what what's your expectations for what's possible at, at the Stars? I mean, now now after this past week, you propelled yourselves uh, right up the table. So so confidence must be high, but it is a long season. But what are your expectations for what's possible at the club? Do you feel this year? You know, I think that we're a team uh, when, when we play together and play the right way uh, that we can beat anyone on any given night. Uh, and I think the league is very much like that. There's a, there's a lot of parity in the league. And so my my expectations of this team is that we are going to prepare and we're going to show up with the intention of trying to win every night. Now, obviously, that's not possible, but that's certainly that that's my goal and that's my expectation that we're going to try to do that. I think if we can... If we can commit to doing that and find some consistency in that approach, then you know we'll see where things shake out at the end. But I think that certainly in the in the cup format and in the playoff format, oftentimes the hottest team wins. And I think that uh, I'm not really one to set specific goals for things because I think sometimes you can uh, you can sell yourself short sometimes, um, you know, or, or or put unrealistic expectations on some things. So. For, for us, the goal is to continually improve, continue to find consistency, and, and try to put ourselves in a position that we're prepared and we have a chance to win every night. And if you do that, um, like I said, I think at the end of the season, you're going to be quite happy with, with the results and, and where you end up. Yeah, and uh, just to talk about what, what's coming up in the, the immediate, obviously it's... Uh... Uh, it's a tough set of fixtures coming up, isn't it? They're all away from home. Manchester Storm on Saturday, away at Guildford on Sunday, and then away at Belfast uh, on Wednesday next week. I mean, these it's, it's a tough schedule. What's the mood in the dressing room like as we head towards these matches? You know, obviously, I think the, the team right now is, is feeling good and, and feeling very confident in, the, in our recent results. You know, we're also aware that you, you can't get complacent uh, because we've seen how quickly... You know, things can swing. We started out the season pretty good, and then, then we went on quite a bit of a skid there. So, you know, in sport, confidence is a fragile thing. I think we're going to continue to try to build on it. Matt, going into Manchester, obviously, it's a tough building to play in. There's a lot of uh, variables in there that, you know, especially for, for some guys that, that, you know, that are new to the league that have never seen the, the arena and the dimensions and, and some, of the, some of those things. So uh, trying to prepare the guys for that and going in there, obviously, they're a team that, we played quite well against in in a lot of ways, but gave up a uh, gave up a third period lead and and ended up losing in overtime. So so definitely not happy with the the end result. But I think we know how we need to play against them. And then obviously Guildford is a team that another tough place to go in and play. And they're a team that's at the top of the table right now. 
so they're they're obviously in in really good form uh, and have made some some really nice additions to their team. So we know that'll be a battle. And then we we've seen a lot of Belfast and we've been there and we've played well in that building. The last time in, we did take a point in in going into overtime. And I think that, like I said, it's all about building confidence. And, and at different points, we you know we played very well against the uh, Belfast. So. Um, you know, just being able to put that together for for a full uh, for a full game uh, and, and seeing where where we end up. And I bet you're uh, looking forward to uh, the end of the month as well because you can put that sat nav away, can't you, in the in the glove box for for Guildford at home. Uh, how much are you looking forward to, to that home game at the end of the month? And and just uh, a last question, Jeff, just about how how you enjoying your role at the club and how much you you relishing um, the the coming games uh, as as head coach at uh, at the Dundee Stars. You know, I think uh, obviously we are looking forward to uh, you know with the stretch of road games that we have and and some of the distance travel. We're looking forward to that. Uh, that home game against Guilford and, and getting out in front of the home fans. And obviously uh, our last time out at home, uh, we had the big result against Nottingham and, and the place was jumping. And I, I think, you know, one thing that we were really disappointed with leading up to that game is what our form had been at home. And so it's a, it was a, you know, a heavy focus for us to make sure that we played well in front of the home fans and, and gave them something to cheer about, which we did. And now we got to continue that forward. You know, obviously for me, the upcoming games are are massive. I think uh, we're happy with how things are building. Obviously, we, we've we've had three good results in a row. But again, it's that that consistency and, and not being complacent and making sure that we we're continuing to uh, you know to do the things that that have made us successful at different points of the season. So that's my my view of the upcoming games, and and I'm enjoying I'm enjoying my new role. Obviously, it's uh, different uh, from from where I've come from and, and, and getting used to new surroundings and, and, and new people. And, and it's certainly, uh, I'd been at one club for so long. It'd been a while since I'd done that, but enjoying the experience and, and, you know, really, uh, you know, taking on the, the, the challenges of it and, and hope that the, the rest of the season goes the, the way we, the way we believe it can. And, you know, look back on it as a, as a really, you know, really good season and a really good experience and, and a really good uh, move to have made. Oh, great stuff. Well, Jeff Mason, head coach of the Dundee Stars, it's uh, a pleasure having you on the show this week. Uh, big congratulations for, for a brilliant week just gone at the club and uh, all the best for the coming matches as well. Thanks for joining us. Cheers, thank you. Jeff Mason, their head coach of the Dundee Stars, joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go to the Belfast Giants now. A good weekend for the Belfast Giants uh, with two wins over the Coventry Blaze. And a man of the match performance in both of those matches on Saturday and Sunday was Belfast captain David Goodwin. And I caught up with David on Thursday. Well, David, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first things first, big congratulations uh, for, for a brilliant weekend uh, for the Belfast Giants against Coventry. Uh, how, how was your weekend? Yeah, you know, things have been going well for us so far. Obviously, last weekend, uh, the home-and-home home against Coventry was a, was a good step in the right direction. Um, I feel like the team is, is really starting to, to come into form. Individually, I feel I feel strong as well. I feel like I've been playing well and uh, you know starting to create some good chemistry with Scott Conway and Mark Cooper. And like like we touched upon, back back to back wins in the league. And how important was it as well if if we throw in you know the, the European game midweek and the Guildford result? It shows a, a bit of resilience, doesn't it? What what happened at the weekend against Coventry? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think Adam Keefe does a good job getting us focused on uh, the task at hand. And, and uh, despite coming off some tough games against against uh, Guilford and Shaleftio, we were able to refocus and uh, put our attention towards Coventry. Obviously, Coventry is you know, a great team this year. They've, they've been uh, off to a good start. So we were really pleased with our performance against them. And how tricky is it as as a player, this this scheduling, uh, because it's been so frantic for, for, for Belfast, especially, you know, if, we, if we're throwing the European campaign as well. Uh, how, how challenging has it been for, for you and, and your teammates? What's What's been going on in this opening two months? Because it has all been happening, hasn't it, for Belfast? Yeah, I would say it's been very challenging. Um, there's no surprise our schedule. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy. So, you know, we like I said, we just kind of make the most of it and, and try to go day by day. Um, but... Yeah, you know, now that the CHL is behind us, um, we're you know we're focused on our our domestic uh, matches. And touching upon that that CHL campaign, um, I think you've actually played in Sweden before, haven't you? As as a player, so I mean, you know, picking up a victory uh, in in that competition. What what have you learned as a as as a as a roster in, in that that campaign at the start of the season that you, you're looking to take on into uh, your domestic campaign? Do you feel? Yeah, you know, I think I think for us the biggest thing we learned was that the importance of the power play. You know, when we were playing against uh, Davos and Sheleftio, like when they had opportunities on the power play, they they made it count. And um, you know, it's obviously it kind of goes without saying. And and you know, of course, you know, we hear it all the time. You got to score on the power play. But when you're playing in the CHL and you're playing against those clubs that kind of are uh, a few levels above us you know, they really, they really show you the importance of the power play. So I would say for us, that's the biggest lesson that, that we learned and uh, a lesson that we hope to bring back to uh, to the EIHL. Yeah, and two power play goals against Coventry on Sunday. So so there we go. Yeah, yep. That's yep, it in action, exactly. isn't it? Um, but yep, you, you, absolutely. you've got this busy schedule as a, as a consequence, basically, of, of the success from, from last season. Uh, and we've had Adam on before to talk about it, but, you know, you're the captain. You, you lifted that silverware. Um, how, how good was last year for, for Belfast? Yeah, you know, last year was awesome. You know, we we had a ton of success. Um, really, it was it was pretty much a perfect season, and uh, we got to play in the CHL this year because of that. In the CHL, despite it being uh, a difficult schedule, it was a great opportunity and a great experience for a lot of our players. And uh, touching upon, um, you know, building on to that. I mean, you you've signed on again for another season, obviously. I mean, what what's what's the mood at the club like more generally after the success of last year? Yeah, you know, I think I think guys are hungry for more uh, more trophies, more championships, more more victories. You know, I think uh, the new guys they saw how much fun it was to win, and um, we just want to uh, you know try to emulate that this year as much as possible. Again, last year was great, and and we we talk about it a little bit uh, in the locker room this year, but for the most part, we're ready to turn the page and and and, and win more trophies for the city of Belfast. I just generally, David, how much are you enjoying your time at the Belfast Giants? Because it, it comes across when you, you watch the highlights, you know, you post much interviews and stuff like that. You're really loving your time um, there at Belfast. Yeah, I am. You know, obviously there's a reason I, I continue to sign back here year after year. Um, I think it's a really special uh, city, special organization. I think Adam Keefe does a good job of uh, balancing, you know, work and life. So it's just a it's just a great place to great place to work, great place to uh, to live. So all in all, there's not much to complain about in that regard. 
And when we spoke to Adam, we were talking about, um, you know, that experience in the dressing room, because it's not just you. Um, you know, there's a, a few players who've, who've been there at, at the club for a number of seasons. And it's uh, how, how vital is that level of experience uh, for for keeping the show on the road, as it were, and, and keeping that drive for more silverware like we experienced last season? Yeah, I think it's massive. You know, you think about me and Ben Lake and Mark Cooper and, um, you know, Mark Garside, Kieran Long, you know, that's really our kind of our core players. And, and uh, it's our responsibility to make sure that the ship is going in the right direction. And uh, I'm grateful that, that I have support as the captain from, from the likes of those guys. And we touched upon, um, you know, how you're feeling. Um, I think you got man of the match in Saturday's game, didn't you? Uh, while we're talking about that game, we do have to talk about Scott Conway's goal as well, um, which I think did make uh, Premier Sports shortlist for, for goal of the weekend. It, it was just a, a, a great goal, wasn't it? And how's Scott doing? Yeah, great goal. Scott's obviously a premier player in this league. Um, you know, I've always kind of thought that if I can get Scott the puck in a decent situation, there's a good chance it'll go into the net. So... Scott, uh, Scott's in great form right now. He's one of the more, most competitive guys I've ever played with, and uh, I think that propels him to a lot of success. And obviously we're talking on, on Thursday, um, as we record this show this week, um, but tomorrow, on Friday, you've got this uh, tough match away, away at Cardiff. Um, what, what's your thoughts first on, on this challenge this weekend against Cardiff on Friday night? Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. You know, obviously Cardiff is, uh, you know, one of the more storied uh, organizations in this league. They, they they have a good a good squad every year, so we know it's going to be a, a very intense game. We're expecting, you know, a tight game and, and very physical. It'll probably be outside of the CHL, probably the best uh, the best team we've played yet. And then Guildford away, and uh, like we touched upon in this interview, um, you kind of owe them one, don't you? Uh, so I mean, that's that's going to be a tough game on Saturday night down in Surrey. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Guilford came into our arena and, and, and uh, you know, took it to us. So I think a lot of the guys are looking for revenge um, come Saturday. And touching upon um, your expectations for this season, um, last year was was brilliant, as we've already said in this interview. Uh, but because of the scheduling, you're slightly behind everyone else with, with regards to the games played. Um, and the old adage, you'd rather have points on the board than games in hand, um, you're, you're going to have to make that work. So what, what's, your, what's your expectations for the for the coming months and what's your expectations more generally for what's possible at Belfast? Yeah, I think we have very high expectations um, here in Belfast. We we feel we have a great team and yeah, our schedule has been hectic, but we're just taking it day by day, game by game. And we feel if we continue to play like we did this past weekend uh, against Coventry, we should uh, we should be hoisting trophies at the end of the year. And uh, just a, a quick plug as well for, for the fans, because obviously this weekend um, you're, you're away from home, but there is a, a home match next uh, Wednesday, isn't it, against Dundee, in, in form Dundee now. Um, so how much are you looking forward to, to that game uh, back, back at Belfast uh, ne- next week? Yeah, you know, every time we play in front of our fans, it's, it's an electric atmosphere. Um, we're very grateful for the support that we get from, from the city of Belfast. So, yeah, always uh, looking forward to being back at the SFC. Dundee's a tough team as well. They always play us hard. So hopefully we'll be able to put on a good performance for our fans. And last question, David. It comes across very well in this interview, but how much are you enjoying uh, this season uh, at at the club? Yeah, I love it. Like, you know, it's had its ups and downs. And and, uh, like we talked about earlier, the, the, the schedule has been a little bit hectic, but uh, at the end of the day, like I knew what I was signing up for um, when I decided to come back for another season. So, yeah, I mean, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, I think Belfast is a really special place uh, to, to, to play and to live. So 
um, so far it's been it's been great. Great stuff. Uh, well, David Goodwin, captain of the Belfast Giants, big congratulations for for a brilliant weekend uh, just gone, and uh, all the best uh, this weekend. And a big thank you for joining us. Yep, thank you very much. Belfast Giants captain David Goodwin there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go from the Elite League in the men's game to the Elite League in the women's game now. And it's been a good start to the season for the Queen Bees. Four wins from four in the opening rounds of the season. And to find out just how good the start's been, on Thursday, I caught up with one of the assistant captains at the Queen Bees. It's a welcome back to the show to Rachel Cartwright. Uh, well, Rachel, a big thank you for joining us. And uh, first is first, big congratulations uh, for, for a great start to the season at the Queen Bees. Uh, how, how's the, the start to the campaign gone thus far? Yeah, it, it's been awesome, to be honest. So we've had four games, uh, got started at the end of September um, and come away with four wins. And, you know, our first two games were against Guildford, who you may have seen won the um, Elite League trophy uh, at, at the playoffs last year. So, you know, what looked like a really tough run in, we've come out really strong so yeah everyone's really happy with the results so far and and what does it say that you, you've beaten Guildford um well three times uh thus far uh this season I mean what what does that say about about the determination at the Queen Bees this year to 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 get that trophy back yeah absolutely so like if we look back to last year I think we took about three out of eight possible points against them last year and now we've already racked up six so I think it goes to show the leaps and bounds we've come on since last season like last season was such a I guess um, transition year after Covid like I think a lot of clubs were going through a bit of a weird period weren't they kind of coming back afterwards and we've had a fair amount of change as well like within the team over the summer but I think it just goes to show you know I think we've clicked and the chemistry's been working with some of the new players who've joined so yeah just awesome way to start um, and good for the confidence of, of the group as well. And it's not just the team that's got to a fly. You, you've got to a flyer as well. I mean, uh, up up until um, last week's match uh, where you beat Kingston, we'll come to that in a second. Um, five goals and, and four assists in that, those opening three matches. So um, that's that's a good performance from yourself. I mean, how have you found the start to the season? Yeah, yeah, um, it, it's been a good start. Um, always nice, obviously, to like get us to a good start individually. But you know, it's been important to contribute to the team and. I think we, we've had contribution as well from across the board. So some of our younger players as well, getting their first goals or first goals for the club and things like that. But yeah, it's been a great start, to be honest. Um, and nice to get off the mark, obviously, with, with a good couple of goals in the first games as well. And just thinking about uh, about the club more generally, you touched upon those those younger players there uh, and, and that transitional year that... that not just yourselves, but a lot a lot of teams went through last year. Um, I mean, there's a great conveyor belt going on there at the Queen Bees, isn't there? I mean, give us a, a bit of an indication because I, th- I think there's three teams, isn't there? Uh, and there's been, um, there's a good representation of squad members in the Great Britain Under-18 squad, isn't there, for the, the Four Nations tournament in, in Poland next month? Um, so there's, there's a good conveyor belt there being developed at the club, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So we've got three teams. Uh, we've got the Queen Bees, which are in the Elite League, um, our Fire Bees, which are in the Division 1, it's now called, so it's been rebranded. And then we also have our Under-16 Ice Bees, which play in the um, Under-16 South Girls League. So got a good range of ability games to play. Um, and it also gives the chance to the younger girls to get to play senior hockey as well um, within the club. Um, and it, it's great for us, like you said, I think we've got four girls going to the um, Four Nations in a couple of weeks' time. 
Um, and, and last year we had three of the girls who were kind of in contention for GB have got off to Canada and Finland. So um, definitely getting a lot of talent through. You know, we're kind of let them go and spread their wings as well. But luckily we've got more coming through to kind of backfill where, where we're losing players. But it, it's great and it also pushes the older ones as well. Um, makes us try hard as well and um, it, it's good to have some of those younger players in the team. But based upon, you know, your own performance, not, not just, you know, domestically, but internationally as well. I mean, it's like, it must be a great privilege to, to see these players uh, coming through the way they do. Not just at the Queen Bees, but other clubs as well in the Elite League. Yeah, and you, you see it more and more, like, especially we've got a lot of girls who are 15, 16, and they're playing with us. They're getting to play, you know, with the GB seniors as well, at a club level, which I think gives them extra experience a different experience as well from playing um men's hockey and you know they come through and they're amazing they're, they're skating they're stick handling some of their position and it's it's just awesome of how good they are at such a young age so i think from a great britain point of view we've got a really bright future of all the girls coming through as well and uh, obviously we, we touched upon uh, last season domestically but there was that tournament wasn't there uh, in Spain for, for Great Britain you, you scored in, in one of those games uh, in that tournament and it was it was a great tournament for Great Britain wasn't it uh, I mean w- walk us through um, that, that, that tournament back in April for Great Britain yeah it was an uh, awesome tournament I think coming off a year of Covid and obviously the, the team hadn't been away for a couple of years to a world but we've had uh, the Olympic qualifiers in Nottingham so from a GB group point of view, I think we were in a really good place. Um, it kind of got a good team vibe going, built up some good momentum and just went into those games with obviously one goal, which was to come out with gold and promotion. And I think from a GB point of view, it had been a long time coming. We'd be stuck in Group 2A for years and years. So to come out, you know, four wins from four games was amazing. And just, yeah, great atmosphere, great team. Um, and then obviously... Next tournament is in Korea, um, in the group above, which will be a big challenge. But want to go there with all the desire to win um, and come out with a medal there as well. I mean, that's such a what brilliant opportunities are, are available, and this is what we're talking about. You know, the 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 conveyor belt at, at the Queen Bees. They see players like you. Uh, they they see under 18s getting called up to the the under 18 squad. Um, I mean, it's, and, and they get opportunities like this where they get to play tournaments in Poland, uh, Korea. I mean, it's it's fantastic what's going on at the minute, but after COVID especially. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think it's great that the A-teams get to go to this tournament. Um, and they also have their world in Dumfries as well um, in January. So they get a tournament on home ice, um, which, which is great. And yeah, like I said, there's, there's so much amazing talent coming through both our club and then you know other elite league teams um and a lot of the girls are going and going abroad as well to get another kind of type of experience as well in canada and america and then um, in europe so lots of opportunity but I, I i do have to say like our elite league so the, the the women's league here has definitely been more competitive the past two seasons which is great and i think what we need as well to drive the national team forward Absolutely, and uh, touching upon uh, the domestic campaign, like we say, it's been it's been a great start, a fantastic victory as well um, last weekend against Kingston. Um, so, what's the the expectation at the club about what's possible? Because you know, Guildford, I know you beat them three times, but they're they're, they're going to recover, aren't they? As the season progresses, yep. you've got Solihull, uh, Bristol as well. I mean, it's going to it's going to be tough, isn't it, this year? But so, what are your expectations for what's possible? I think from a Queen Bee's point of view, I think goal every year is to go and 
win every game, win win the league. Um, you know, pre-COVID, I think we'd racked up eight, eight in a row. So for us, it's definitely get back and win the league. Like you said, there's some really tough teams in the group, especially with Solihull and Guildford. So it's not going to be easy, but, you know, that's our aim, aim high. And last season we came second, so we want to push and come first this year. And a couple of weeks off now from, from competition. I think there's uh, the next time you, you play is Bristol away in, in early November. So, I mean, what, what's the what's the plan uh, over the coming weeks uh, for, the, for the squad? I think between now and then, it's just work on some of the areas we've felt we've lacked in. Um, in previous game, Bristol, it'll be our first time we've ever played them as well. So just need to be ready to come up against them. They had an amazing record in the, in the league below last season. So um, we just need to come out firing um but i have to say like first four games we've seen some really good chemistry and working as a five so it's a bit of more of the same and fine-tuning some of the areas we can we can work a little bit better on as well absolutely and uh, last last question rachel um how much are you enjoying your ice hockey at the moment and and you know not just the the domestic campaign but i'm imagining your hope is to be in that squad for for at the end of the season for for that trip to korea as as well for for great britain so how much are you enjoying it at the moment and and relishing uh, the challenge of the season ahead yeah um really enjoying it it was it was nice to have a bit of a break in the summer because it felt like the last season kind of was two seasons in one because we were so stop and start, you know, for the COVID piece. So it's been nice to have a bit of a rest reset in the summer. And yeah, loving it so far. Um, we've got a really good group at Queen Bees. And then obviously, like you said, aim is to push and be part of the, the team going to Korea as well in um, April. So yeah, feeling really positive so far and looking forward to our next game as well. Absolutely, and and I did say last question, but as we've just ended there with with GB, um, confident as well of, of making a splash as as a squad next next April as well in that tournament. Yeah, I mean every team in that group we've played recently, um, so I think it's a group that's going to be really tight. Each team can beat each other, so key for us is just going to be making sure we're tight knit as a group, fit, know what we're doing on the ice. But I think there's no reason we can't go there and really compete with every team there. Great stuff. Well, Rachel Cartwright, uh, assistant captain at uh, the Queen Bees, a big, big thank you for taking the time out of your day uh, to join us this week. Uh, big congratulations on the on the brilliant start to the campaign and uh, catch up very soon. Awesome. Thank you. Rachel Cartwright there from the Queen Bees joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. Let's go to the National Division now and six wins from six for the Peterborough Phantoms following wins over the weekend against the Raiders and the Telford Tigers. Been a very good set of results uh, in the month of October for the Phantoms. Let's welcome back their head coach to the show. It's a welcome return to Slava Kulikov. Slava, a big thank you for joining us and uh, first is first, big congratulations uh, for for another brilliant weekend at the Phantoms. Um, Quite a a performance away at Telford and that home victory over the Raiders. I mean, how, how, how was last weekend for Peterborough? Yeah, Saturday was a really tough game. Obviously, Telford won the league two years running uh, for a reason. You know, uh, they were a little bit short on bodies, but we, you know, we had a game plan and we had to survive through a bit of a scare in the second period. They had few posts and few good good opportunities to take a lead, but we we survived that. And then I think we took the control of the game in the third and. Got the winning goal, so um, it was very, very big two points for us on the road. And uh, I think that positivity, uh, the win on Saturday, roll into 
Sunday as well. And we just had a magnificent first period and we got five goals and kind of put the game to bed early. So overall, very pleased with the four-point weekend. Is is it nice as well having uh, to ask a really obvious question? Is it is it nice to have a, a first period like like that on Sunday where it's it's almost job done as <laughs> as you go into the second period? I mean that that's quite a performance, isn't it? That that opening bit of the game, that opening twenty. Of course, as a coach, you would love to kill the game in the first period um, every weekend, but uh, we're playing against very good teams, and 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 it's uh, yeah, it's impossible to do so every time. In fact, this is the first time we, you know, it's happened. Uh, so, um, look, it's it's not easy to demand always. You can demand the high standards, but we, we, we're working with humans and, and obviously, uh, you know, we, we travel on Saturday all day, we play the game, we come back late in the night and it was just great to see that guys really wanted to come out and give their all and they were really switched on so uh yeah it, it, it was really good i couldn't ask for any more and, and touching upon the start of the season uh more generally obviously uh i think sitting third in the league table at the minute just just a couple of points off top spot um what have you made of of the start of the season more generally because it has been a, pr- a pretty good start for the phantoms yes it's back to to the uh, more familiar situation to us. Uh, obviously, last year it was a year after COVID and change of ownership, and you know there was a lot of accent uh, to to make sure the club is financially viable. And and uh, yeah, there were so many factors, and we didn't have a great start, but we had a great finish. Where in the summer the whole of the plan was is to make sure we don't take three four months before we get going and. And, um, you know, some of the results, a lot of the games has been one goal game or a two goal game with an empty net. So, or an OT, uh, we just, we just at the moment finding a way to win in a very tight games, which is, uh, which is really positive sign because uh, so early in the season, uh, when you get those clinch games in the third period, uh, it's very important that it goes your way. And at the moment it's happening. So we, yeah, we're all pleased where we're at. Yeah, and uh, touching upon um, the the Telford performance, uh, and you know, like like you said, I mean, you know, the uh, impressive team uh, for the last couple of years. But the gap between yourselves and and Telford is is six points at the moment. You beat them last weekend. You beat them a fortnight ago. I mean, what does it tell us about you know the roster that you've got this year that that you you're that competitive and and you know you are ahead of you know the likes of Sheffield and, and Swindon and and doing pretty well. Yes, uh, look, this league, especially this year, you're looking at probably seven, eight teams that uh, are very competitive. And uh, just just as an example, Sheffield got two wins last weekend and went from seventh to fourth. Uh, a couple of good wins will get you up there. A couple, couple of losses will, will get you back down. And, and uh, uh, same talking about Telford, they're six points behind us, but they lost three games by one goal. You win couple of those games you, you're in fourth place uh, at the moment it, it, it's difficult to you need to continue playing the way you are and pick up points to hopefully start uh, making that gap on on the teams below you uh, but regarding our roster we you know we we don't have superstars we we, we build a team based on uh, uh, environment on the team environment and the attitude and 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 usually it does uh, pay the dividends. And obviously this year it's not. Yeah, like I said, I'm proud of every player that we have. But I think it's the roles they do and how they apply uh, their commitment and their roles onto the ice into a game situations. That's what 
probably give us a little bit of an edge in the early stages of the season. And, and touching upon the, the competition more generally, um, you know, that's that's the rest of the division. But, you know, just above you um, is Leeds and, and MK Lightning have had a good start. Uh, I'll get to the MK Lightning games uh, at the end of the month shortly. But, uh, I mean, it, it it's a competitive division, like you say. It, it doesn't take much, does it, to, to shoot up the table. But uh, a good start from, from you three in particular. Yes, we're always new in the summer with the rosters they have that uh, they... You know, there'll be a teams to beat. They're very heavily equipped on a on a high end talent for this league, and that's what uh, shows it at this stage. Um, like you said, there is only a couple of points here or there. Uh, a lot of those big teams gotta play each other. I think it starts on Friday. MK is playing Leeds uh, twice, and the next two three weeks they're playing us twice, and Leeds start getting a little bit heavier schedule as well. So I think I think the clear picture will be maybe in another month or so to see. But at the moment, we, we, uh, if you speak to any coach, I think everybody will tell you MK and Leeds is teams to beat. Uh, and uh, with regards to, obviously, one game at a time, before the MK Lightning doubleheader, you've got this doubleheader uh, against Hull. Um, should say, this weekend, it's a great initiative. Kids go free uh, for the Saturday home game for Peterborough. So, well done on, on that offer. Um I mean, how important are, are games like this that you, you don't slip up? Because it is a cliche about no easy games in, in this league, but it, but it is true. It's absolutely true. And I think maybe if we recap on that London game last weekend on Sunday, uh, that's exactly the attitude you need to have towards uh, every opponent in the league. You don't you don't play the, the name or the badge. You're playing you're just another team who stands in your way to put two points on the board. So that's what our mentality that's what's our attitude and if the players approach mentally this weekend uh, or any other will have a good chance and uh, just to, just to touch upon you know that that kids go free initiative um go phantoms on on twitter for the promo code um but um you, you touched upon it earlier about about the mood at the club but but how how, how good is it at the moment at, at peterborough because on the ice it's doing well but you know initiatives like this this weekend uh getting the kids involved in, in watching the phantoms uh how, how's it all going at the club more generally this season yeah, it's been doing well. Um, I think it's a big accent to make sure because it's it's an entertainment, isn't it? So to bring his uh, new generation's kids um, and show them the, you know, there is a lot of people in the city know the football, but maybe not as many know about hockey. And we want to make sure that the younger generation gets familiar with the sport and hopefully will support long term. Uh, that's why those kind of offers with the free kids and we do... Uh, school visits, assemblies, and uh, even even end of the month when we have this Halloween event. It's all about making sure that we get the young generation coming in and uh, falling in love in hockey. Yeah, and touch, touching upon uh, Fright Night uh, coming up um, uh, against MK Lightning, we've already touched upon it, but obviously the, the whole weekend to come, but that that's a big weekend, isn't it, at the end of the month uh, against MK Lightning. What, what a cracking advert for, for the national division. Uh, yes, uh, look, uh, I, like I tell the whole of the media when I do interviews here, every game is a big game for us. Uh, doesn't matter who you play, but of course, we know the magnitude of the derby, the, the strength of the squad, and obviously we are even on points. I know they have a game in hand at the moment. Uh, so, yeah, it just adds towards the uh, uh, hopefully a, a very high entertainment game with a high pace and uh, a lot of grit and determination and goals, uh, but at the same time we will approach it as another opponent that we need to 
make sure we get the two points away from them. And uh, just uh, one last plug, uh, this Saturday, 7 o'clock, uh, Peter Phantom's taking on the whole Seahawks. But just before you go, Slava, just uh, one last question. Uh, I, I mean, it's been it's been a, a cracking start for, for Peterborough. Uh, how much are you enjoying the season and how much are you relishing uh, the, the challenge of, of, of this season and, and being involved in uh, all these various races for silverware this season? How much are you enjoying it? As a coach, that's, that's where you want to be. You want your team to be competitive. You want your team to be challenged uh, uh, and challenging for trophies as well so um, like we already said there has been you know few games one goal games and it gives you that confidence that they're all at the moment going your way to keep building so as a coach you uh, there is a lot of work to do there is a lot more improvements uh, within the players within the understanding our philosophy and polishing things off but uh, uh, when you near the top and you you're in a position to fight for all the trophies. Uh, yeah, you a you feel happy and b you want to be a part of it. Well, Slava Kulikov, head coach of the Peterborough Phantoms, a big big thank you uh, for taking the time out of your day to join us this week, and uh, big good luck this weekend, and uh, catch up very soon. Peterborough Phantoms head coach Slava Kulikov there joining us here on this week's edition of the British Ice Hockey Podcast. And that's it for this week's show. A big thank you to all my guests this week for joining me. Remember, for all the latest goings on from the world of British Ice Hockey, you can visit the website www.britishicehockey.co.uk and of course you can follow British Ice Hockey on Twitter. That's at Brit Ice Hockey. But I've been Ben and you'll make sure you all have a lovely and safe weekend. Bye-bye. Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.